Hey, what's going on? Toya? I can't hear you. Hey. Hi, you need to talk directly into the phone because your voice is already low. I can't can't really hear you. Hey. Hi, people. So anyway, um, this is my fiance, LaToya, the lovely LaToya. She's going to be on this uh, particular episode. We'll be talking about relationships. And I'm your host, JC the Icon, and this is Quiet Pizza. Once again, I appreciate you guys listening. Try to give you some pretty good uh, insight on relationships. Hopefully it's helpful. But before we get into that, of course, I love doing my intro, so enjoy. So what's going on, people? So uh, before we get into relationship topics, I just had a few things I'd like to cover. So there were just a couple of things in the news and other things I wanted to address. Now, for those of you, I don't know how many of you guys are actual uh, fans of uh, Ray Donovan. Anybody ever seen that show on Showtime, Ray Donovan? <laughs> anyway, I seen some, heard some funny stuff, not seen, but heard some funny stuff. Uh, about this guy. Not too funny, but to me it was hilarious. I could find humor in just about anything, but pretty much Ray Donovan just got a DUI. He was driving with his two-year-old in a car, and the actor pretty much crashed into two parked cars. But the funny part was, I mean, because of course the child is okay. You know, I wouldn't be doing this, you know, talking about this if the kid got injured or anything. But the two-year-old was steering he had him had the kids sitting in his lap and he pretty much had the kids steering and he was uh pushing the pedals and he crashed so i didn't even know that uh you know i didn't even know that ray was uh out there like that man so so anyway i'm a big fan of the show so i was just pretty much shocked by that and you know and i didn't know that this guy was that out of out of control and they said that he had a car seat in the back seat, wasn't hooked up or anything like that. So I just thought that was some crazy news and I just heard it on something random. So I thought I'd share that. Uh, bigger news, did you guys hear the the, the uh, statement that Beth uh, Midler made? 
talking about women are the n-word of the world you know she literally said that that women are the n-word of the world now don't get me wrong i'm all for women rights and all that but uh miss Midler, uh miss miller mittler or whatever her name is you need to calm down please you really need to to shut up your publicist or whoever is managing you need to tell you to to chill out because at the end of the day i mean that was just totally insensitive like you know i know what you meant by it but at the end of the day you cannot put you know the trials and tribulations of a you know of of people you know in your situation because you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars i googled you you are not suffering so i don't know why you're trying to put yourself in the middle of this fight like as if you're suffering like you're one of the rich and one of the elite and you're you're doing very very well so to be like you're treated like the n-word i mean i i know i personally felt very insulted so again not you know bashing women or the me too movement but again i just thought that that was just you know just totally out of touch and somebody should have told her but people have checked her and you know have come out and have been discussed so she she sent her you know she has apologized and tried to retract what she said but you know it's already out there so just think before you tweet you know that's the bottom line with that I would definitely think for you. But in other news, uh, <clears throat> you guys see Kanye's back at it again, man, with the with the, with the malarkey, man. Uh, Kanye these days is weird as hell, man. Did you see him in the meeting he had with Trump? And of course, Trump is looking to exploit Kanye. You know, he's going to make it seem like they're the best of friends and all that. But Kanye pretty much, uh, you know, just uh, just took it over, man. I think the Jim Brown, ex football player, was there. Uh, few other people that I don't, I don't remember who it was, but, but the biggest person was Kanye that stood out, man. He was just rambling on and on. And somebody, I mean, I know that they love to just put him, you know, in the spotlight because it's, you know, it's entertainment, but this guy is totally falling apart, man. Somebody need to definitely, uh, you know, check on Kanye because it's like almost like these men get with the Kardashians, man. They just get ruined, you know? Let me think about it. He went with the most notorious Kardashian, Kim. You know, Kim has slept with half the black men in America, man. <laughs> but shout out to the Kardashians, though, because they definitely love black people. You know what I'm saying? Rob just recently had a baby with black China. You know, so definitely a friend to, to black people, but uh, they doing something wrong to Kanye. <clears throat> So anyway, uh, let me see here. What else we got here? Oh, I also just wanted to kind of touch bases on something that happened to me personally. And it's kind of like a little side note. But I personally have a problem with people selling their kids shit at work. You know, like when people come into you trying to get you to buy cookies and all this random bullshit. And, you know, excuse me if I don't want to buy a $15 spatula, you know, if I'm savvy enough to say, hey, I can go to the dollar store and maybe get this spatula for $3. I don't want to buy this priced up spatula. But I was trying to help this lady out, man. So I was looking through uh, 
you know, the little catalog she had trying to find something that I could possibly buy, man. And there was nothing. She had eighteen dollar uh, cookies. I mean, they were they were like cookie dough. You can make cookies yourself. I'm like, I can go get some chips ahoy right now, cookie dough for like three bucks, four bucks tops. Like, why why am I gonna spend eighteen dollars on some fucking cookie dough? But people approach you with all this useless shit that they, and I mean, and I'm not, and like I say, I'm not blaming the parents because of course you're trying to help your kid out. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I feel like it's the school's fault, man, because these schools are pimping these kids, man. These schools that <laughs> got these kids out here hustling, their parents and their relatives, and they getting this money. Then at the end of the day, your kid ain't got nothing to show for it. They may give them one of them goddamn spatulas, probably. So anyway, that like I said, that had nothing to do with nothing. That was my just, uh, now am I a monster? Because I didn't want this, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I really don't give a shit if I am or not. But, you know, anyway, that was just my little soapbox before we get into today's show. So anyway, today's show, y'all, is about, you know, pretty much just like relationships and, uh, you know, marriage and whatnot. So anyway, I, I actually am honored. I have my lady on the show. And and like I said, I'm honored I have my lady on the show. She's actually going to you know, be representing the girls today. And I'm going to be talking from a man's, man's perspective. So first question out of the gate that I want to know is why do women come fresh out the box like desiring to be married like it seems like this is just a desire for women ever since they're little girls and they're playing you know house or whatever and it's like almost like they just I don't know just like want to jump from A to Z so um, you know and then you know when you're in a relationship with a woman you always get hit with that infamous question you know that men absolutely are terrified of and it's that question where your your girl asked you like, "Hey, where is this going?" I was watching a show the other day, and uh, it was it was a, actually a podcast. And uh, two people running the podcast are in a relationship; they've been in it for about five years. And their guest is a friend of theirs, and she asked them when they gonna get married. You know, so women are always priming to get married. So I let my girl chime in. I have talked enough, and maybe she can answer this question a little bit. And we're just gonna kind of kick a little banter back and forth and just, you know, just get both sides of this. So, babe, uh, so what do you think about that? Am I wrong? Am I totally just out of touch? I mean, you can be honest. From my standpoint, I've never, I never had that dream of, oh, when am I going to get married? And, and I'm just, when I get older, I just want to get married. So I don't think that that is the mindset of women. Now, where that comes from is after we've been in a relationship for a period of time and we realize okay i've given this much to this relationship i've carved out this much of my life and given to this relationship it's about time that either we gonna do it or we gonna you know cut it so i don't think it's from the jump that it's oh we need to get married today is more or less of I've given all this time and we've pretty much how the old folks say why buy the cow when you got the milk for free we don't want to give the, mo- the milk no more for free so 
So we want to, we're asking when are, where is this going instead of just letting it linger. Okay, so it seems like you really prepared for this. Like you got some personal built up uh, <laughs> grudge match uh, questions going on there because you was a little bit more prepared than I was uh, expecting. But I mean, it's- from a man's perspective, though, it's like, you know, when a man's hanging out with his woman, you know, you, you, you may really be into this woman. It's not even that you don't want to treat her like your lady, but it's like, almost like the the marriage side of it guys are looking at, i mean from a guy's standpoint and this is this is just i'm i'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 like from a man's standpoint this is a legal contract that's that's all it is like if you're gonna be with your girl and you're gonna really be there for her honor her and all of that you know and like i said if you love her you love her you're gonna be there but at the end of the day the uh you know the actual uh, you know, marriage certificate or whatever that you sign. I mean, you actually going into marriage is just a legal binding contract at this point. And so many men are scared to get married because at the end of the day, I've seen time and time again where a man has went into a relationship uh, and a woman. I'm not saying a woman don't take the same risk, but man has went into a relationship really with the best of intentions you know like he loves this woman he wants to take care of this woman for the rest of her life be there for her not not just financially he wants to be there you know and, he, and he's basically going into the marriage because he wants to show her how much he is into her but god forbids if it don't work out that's where all hell breaks loose because like that saying goes, uh, hell has no wrath. Or, 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 no, no, I'm saying it wrong. Hell has no fury like a woman scorned or whatever. But, you know, it's just a lot of sayings where, you know, it's like, what is that? Happy wife, happy life. You know, just that shit is true, you know, because a woman can ruin your life. Like, and then at the end of the day, if you get a divorce, that's going to be... Uh, pretty much in the woman's favor. Did you see Tiger Woods? Anybody, please help me out. Like Tiger lost 300 million or something like that. And when he first married his wife, she was a nanny. She was a nanny. Now this lady has secured her family, her great-grandchildren, her great-grandchildren's children's future, you know, just because she divorced Tiger. That man lost a lot. And I ain't saying she shouldn't have got something, but it's like that's the those stories like that. It's not to say I'm worth millions, but the little stuff that I do have, I do want to protect it. And at the end of the day, if they were to get, you know, like I said, they got divorced, that man, and even to put it on a smaller scale, I've worked with guys that have gone through a divorce. Now it's a, a year later, two years later, they gay had to give up the home. They going to pick their kids up at their former home. Wife is in a new relationship. Guys coming to his old house door, front door, greeting him and letting the kids go out. Like so, men in the back of our mind, we're like, man, that that is a possibility, and we have to honestly think about that. Like you know, it's just more than than how we feel about it. So that's why they say, you know, yes, you better be sure to pick the right one. And because, like I said, it's just, uh, I don't know, it could it, it just go either way. So 
Now, what do you think from that standpoint, from Wilm's standpoint, as far as the monetary side of it? Like, okay, I don't, I, I can somewhat agree that it shouldn't be a, I'm gonna take everything when I leave. But we have to back up to say, when you decide to get married, you stand in front of a preacher, whoever you stand in front of, and you, you say that you are gonna be committed to this relationship. Now, we can bring up Tiger Woods, but he wasn't committed to that relationship. Truth be told, he wasn't. He had women everywhere. So, if I think when women stand in front of that preacher and say that they are going to be committed to the relationship, not all the time, because I know I'm going to get some rebuttal on this, but majority of the women that stand in front of that preacher and say they're going to be committed are there truly for that. I think some men that stand in front of that preacher say they're going to be committed with stipulations. I'm still going to have openness here. I'm still going to be talking to this here. But but I'm going to have my house life, but I'm going to have this too. And that's where the problem falls into the relationship and then the consequences of that where she feels like she's supposed to have that's what happens because it, it don't just start from one time I stepped out a lot of times it's I stepped out a bunch of times okay but can, can, can I interject a little bit because you you projecting a lot so you you can talk to the phone but like you coming through the wall you <laughs> You, you you come with some passion, so just speaking to the because I'm speaking into the phone. I doubt you can actually hear me in the room or whatever. So, but I got you, and you're right. And I will I will say, you know, there are men, and I've been one of them. I can't even sit up here in front. You and I, for those of you that are listening that don't know a little bit of um, my story with uh, Latoya, I kind of go into that a little bit. You know, we dated. You know, in the past, you know, we were together for a while, and. Um, you know, we ended up breaking up, and I ended up <clears throat> actually getting married, you know, and I I kind of still, you know, kind of, you know, uh, didn't want the relationship to go. And I, you know, I stepped out, and I, and I was one that played those games. So I, so I can totally, you know, admit to my own fault as a man and say, yeah, I, I did that, you know. And one thing I can say that we are, you know, pretty much grateful for is that I was a, a much younger man back then. I can honestly say that when that happened. So, and that's not no excuse. So let me also say that that's no excuse at all. I'm not making an excuse, but you learn. And if I was younger, you got to understand something that, that goes into a lot of things that you are taught. So me coming up, those are the things, you know, from older friends, uh, from my father, from different people, you know, I was taught that's that's pretty much how a man behaved you know i was pretty much and you don't learn of course the older you get and you can look back in hindsight it's 2020 you're able to go back and say you know what i i might have been wrong there you know oh i wouldn't want to be treated like that so that's where maturity and experience come from so but at the time when you and i were dating at the first time i was young i was wild as hell i ain't gonna lie i was wild so it's like you know, my understanding was nil to none. So, but now I'm, I'm thankful that we're actually able to do a repeat. And, you know, cause long story short, yeah, I was in a marriage for a while 
And, uh, you know, uh, me and my ex, we just, you know, found that, you know, we just weren't compatible, man. I mean, it's just, you know, after a while, we just saw we were just going in two different, totally different directions. And that's okay. That's another thing people need to realize, too. If you're in a relationship or marriage and you and this person, you know, of course you want to try to make it work. But you find out you and this person are just, you know, totally just not compatible, man. It's just it's best to just walk away than just being something miserable and you know you just making each other miserable because that's you know that's not productive to anybody we're on this earth for a very short time and you know you want you want to you know like i said you want to live your life you want to you know want your kids to be happy you want everybody to be happy so i don't want to be around anybody that i'm just making them miserable but in, in long story short though i ended up getting divorced and uh you know i made several attempts to you know uh, to get you back yeah, I remember that and then sometimes you kind of was with it sometimes you kind of weren't and I, and I totally got it you know there was a lot of feelings there and a lot of different things there but I'm glad that we did get to that point where you know you actually said okay this guy has you know changed he's, he's older and, and I feel like this time around things have been better so for other guys out there, I think that is part of the hangup. Because I also have friends that have been dating a woman for 10, 15 years, and they have yet to pop the question. You know, and that's crazy. Because if you have somebody, now I ain't gonna lie, if you have somebody that's been ride or die with you for 10 to 15 years, and they have gave you no reason to question their uh, loyalty, and they've been nothing but good to you, you best to marry that woman. Because more than likely, you pass that up and then you end up with a woman that you're not supposed to be with and that's where divorce comes and that, that was my case and I can honestly say that you know nothing against her I mean she was a good girl she just wasn't for me you know what I'm saying at the end of the day so that's what I can say from that standpoint now so what do you give from uh, any advice that you would give to a woman that's been in a, a long going relationship and uh, they're trying to get their boyfriend to pop the question or, you know, want to take that next step. What what advice would you have for any women going through that right now? Only advice I would give from my experience is don't don't hassle them about it because you it might not be exactly what you think is gonna be and then you 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 how they say you get your hopes up for something that you really wasn't meant for if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen um not and that, that's not not me not saying don't break it up or don't have the discussion that hey where where are we going what is it's gonna be because you gotta know where your life is gonna go so that you can make some decisions but if you see that y'all not building on nothing then you have to make those hard decisions for yourself and you can't blame him about those decisions you just I mean you have to take it for what it is but I, I mean I wouldn't some women make themselves sick over it. Some women are like, you know, it's not the most healthiest relationship and just stay in it because 
they do have that dream that I'm meant to be married. Maybe you're not. And that's just an untruth. Maybe you're not right then. So, I mean, if it, if it's meant to be, have that discussion, see where you, where it lies, and then make a decision from there. But don't rush into nothing that you maybe not meant to be in just because you want to be married. And that's a, that's a, that's a great point because I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie War of the Roses, but very good movie, very good movie. And it kind of shows you what can happen, you know, at the end of a marriage. I mean, like if you do marry the wrong person and now you're warring and you're going, you know, because both of y'all are absolutely miserable and now y'all just going at each other's throats. But if you've seen that movie, it was kind of like another version of uh, Mr. And, uh, uh, Mr. Smith and Mrs. Smith with uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. And you remember that? They were trying to kill each other in the elevator. She tried to blow that brother up. I mean, nobody want to really be into that. You know, you want to make sure that your girl is uh, in your corner. And I know several guys that are, and don't get me wrong, marriage is not for everyone. If you're the couple that, hey, maybe y'all both have been married before and y'all just want to be life companions and hang out. So do what works for you. Don't let anybody pressure you and tell you what you should be doing. And some people, it's a cultural thing. And I actually have friends on here listening from Mumbai. And I actually had some of them tell me, like I had a guy tell me one time jokingly, you know, he was like, uh, you know, just saying uh, how pretty much when they're young, you know, like 12, 13 years old, they get a girlfriend. That's pretty much who they're marrying later in life. So that's it. There's no dating around and getting to know people. You pretty much are, you know, promised to each other at a young age. So later on, when you're able to court, that's pretty much who you're with. So, uh, you know, so it's very different in a lot of other cultures. So uh, here in America, you know, we just kind of gotten on this bandwagon where it's just kind of like, uh, it's not like the old days. Like when you hear people in these long 50 year marriages and stuff like that. Now it's pretty more common for people to kind of switch it up. Like look at Hollywood, look at all these different, and don't get me wrong. You do have examples of people have been in pretty long productive relationships. Just like, I don't know if you guys know Kenny Smith, but he's the basketball announcer uh, that just usually on there doing the commentary with uh, Charles Barkley and uh, Shaq. Uh, yeah, he's a short guy with the ball head, but he's been with his wife for a long time. And I just heard that brother finna get divorced. And I was like, damn, because I've seen him uh, on TV at different events with his wife and they looked happy. You know, the kids look happy. So it's just a scary thing. So I think I just think from, like I said, a man's perspective, excuse me, a man's perspective, uh, we just, you know, are a little afraid of it. Because at the end of the day, these laws, are, like I said, again, still cater like as if, you know, women are back in the 1920s and not making money and all of that. So now they just try to, you know, rake a man over the coals. And it's crazy. You don't know how many times I've had this conversation with ladies at work just playing around, bringing up different topics, and they go ham. They go crazy. That woman, she should have got everything. Everybody, all of a sudden, it always goes to the money. It always goes. It's always about the money. They they want to break a man down. But the one case where they hear that a woman has to pay a guy, oh, that ain't right. 
why is he why is he taking the money like Kevin Federline and uh, Britney Spears is one of the famous I think he just took up back to court again to get his stuff uh, increased you know what I'm saying so it's just crazy and I think even uh, Mary J. Blige I can't think of her husband's name but uh, he was her manager also and uh, he was trying to rake over the coals but those are so few examples though compared to how many women that get over you know like and even in my own divorce I went through several things where I ended up coming out okay but in the beginning it was the pressure and the things that she did want exiting it was like crazy you know it went from you be with somebody for this long to where it just went to hey talk to my lawyer you know so now fast forward you and I have been back together, you know, for you know a couple of years now, and we rebuilt a life together, and we we engaged. We are actually engaged. So I just let the, everybody know, like, say, yeah, we engaged. So got our nice ring and all that, you know what I mean? And we actually did set a date, but some things happened financially to where we set it off. So it ain't like I dodged it. It's just, you know, at the time, job wise, we both were in a you know crazy place. Like we actually both had got laid off, you know, around within months of each other around the time we wanted to get married so it's not that we didn't have the funds to do it but at the same time we were just like okay let's concentrate on these bills and let's do this because uh, you know we were just like okay let's let's just concentrate on our bills and we'll just you know reset let's let's you know re uh set another date you know to to do it so so we will but uh so we so we're personally getting ready to go through that now because I've known you and I know that's not your character that's the only reason I feel comfortable about it and I told you that you used to think when we started back dating that it was a bad thing when I used to always tell you well I trust you I feel comfortable with you and you used to always be like oh well you know oh you just feel comfortable but that's, that's a very important thing because it's like when you meet somebody else you know you don't really truly know them. Like no matter how much people fall off each other and all that, you, you in that first, within that first year or two, you still are in that getting to know each other period. You still know. So me and you, we have actually been through a lot of ups and downs, you know, and, and uh, we were able to make it. I think about it, like the thing we're doing now, we're, we're back together. A lot of people don't get to do that. You know, this is our second go around. So there was, like I said, there was a lot of things that I personally did, you know, that I'm not proud of that you know you forgave me for there's a lot of things you know like uh if she don't mind me talking about it but just let you guys know you know at one point you know she was uh pregnant by me she had had a you know miscarriage and uh you know at that time like i said i was a younger man and i was i was you know like i was at the hospital and all that but like the very next day i was just back on and i really wasn't you know thinking of her feelings and how she felt as a woman you know, and losing a child, you know, and I, and now I can look back at that and, and understand the severity of it. But at that time when I was young, I couldn't, you know, it was on to the next day, you know, and I, and, and all the reason I bring that up because when me and you started back dating, that came up a few times. So then I was really able to understand, okay, that was deeper. So, so men, we can definitely do that part. You know, we can, you know, try to be a little bit more sensitive, and and maybe there are some because they're going to run. There's some emo guys out there, some Eric Benet's and all that. You know what I'm saying? But as far as me, I just came up differently. But now, you know, like I said, me me growing up, being an older guy now, 
I'm starting to get it. Now, now you get more in touch with your feelings. But when I was young, you know, you just, I was taught you didn't show emotion like that. So women need to understand that. So sometimes it's not that a man is just totally ignoring you and all of that. Sometimes a guy is just, you know, he's still dealing with those emotions. Like imagine, I'm pretty sure you had a homegirl to, to cry on their shoulder, to talk to them and do all that. Men don't have that. Let me go to one of my buddies now. But like, hey, and start crying. He probably gonna be like, say, man, what the hell wrong with you? You know, or something. It ain't gonna be that emotion. Women cry together. Women have a party about crying together. So, you know, it's just a totally different thing. But, but you know, I think, but I think marriage can be, be a better thing. So let me ask you. So what made you feel like even out of all those things we went through that I would be, marriage material again so let me ask you that so that that's a better question okay for me um, it was like you said we have been through a lot even even with the the years we were apart and then the getting back together we the four years we were together and then to now we went through a lot and I just Every time I, I look at you and I think about it, I'm like, I wouldn't want anybody else in my corner but him. I wouldn't want to come home to anybody else but him because at the end of the day, no matter what we go through, no matter what arguments we have, what situations we have, I know that he'll be there. I know that that love will be there in the next morning. Even 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 if we walking into another room and like just done really had a bad day, the next day it'll be okay. And we'll be able to grow old together and not have any regrets to say that I don't understand how I ended up in this. I, I know how I ended up in this. I know why I ended up in this and this is where I want to be. So, just for me, it's just the, the knowing that we can we can get through anything at the end of the day. And I wouldn't want to do that with anybody else. Okay, and I can kind of even add to that. You know, I can say, you know, in the relationship, actually, you, you allow me to be a man and I say that's very important because I have so many friends where they can't really be themselves so and in, in, so they kind of hide themselves to their partner you know like I know guys that will go out to the bar have a drink and hang out and they're a totally different person than what they are at home and the one thing I could truly say about you you allow me to be a man you know I come home I am very high strung you know I come home hop on a motorcycle go drive fast cars do all this crazy stuff i mean i got bulldogs you know i'm just like i'm all over the place i come home like hey i just i just bought this new dog <laughs> i just did this i did that and you be very cool about the whole situation you know what i'm saying like because you allowing me to be me like you understand like okay because like i said i still think i am a calmer version than i was the first time around when we we dated i still think i am because back then i was really wild but but i really appreciate the fact that you allow me to be me and that you know i come home and, and cuss and you know not at you but just talking about something and 
it's not a problem. You're not like trying to change me and like, hey, watch your mouth and oh, you see, because you understand the way the world works. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because I know some buddies that are totally in that. Like they walk through their door, their wife is like, hey, let's let's sit here and read the Bible for a couple of hours. And, and this dude is like, in the car with me listening to Tupac and yeah, fuck this and boop, you know, they just go, so they totally hiding who they are. And I just feel like that is very important in a relationship to be who you are. And like I said, and that's part of, you know, like I said, we dated before. So I, I do appreciate it. And you're right. We've had some crazy arguments. There's some times where I've been like, you know, typical stuff, you know, like you might be talking about, like you, like you tell me all the time, you might be talking about something and I may not be as enthusiastic or it may seem like I don't care but I do but at the same time you know I'm being a man you know like women need to understand a man emotionally not all time is going to be there with you you know what I'm saying but cool thing about it is we've hit the reset button we've been able to work on it and I can truly say I've dated in my life I've, I've dated a lot of women you know, I've hung out with a lot of women. I could definitely say you're like the coolest female I, I've ever been with. And that's something I know that I would not be able to to get with anyone else. And for guys, see, that's, that's what we also need to get smarter. Because if you know you have that, then why risk that? Because, yeah, you're for a night of fun or whatever you say. But you have fun with your girl. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. A relationship is monotonous. And sometimes... But that's where you you have to get creative, you know, and I can truly say you and I, you know, we explore that, you know, we try to, you know, get out of our comfort zone and, you know, accommodate the other person. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we've been we've done that, you know, so but in other people's relationships, I would just say I would just give that advice, like because whatever you're looking at that you think is going to be better nine times out of ten, you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be like, you know what? This I should have never gotten involved. I don't know how I risked what I had. You know, it's going to be a regretful situation. Trust me, been there, been that, been through that with this lady, been through that. And and I can look back at myself now. Like I said, thank God I got a second chance. But I look back at some of the shit that I did, and I'm like, wow, you know. But also too, I think that's what makes us stronger because we have been through some of the worst things and and came through it you know so i just feel like you know so that so that's so and also too like okay i know i bash marriage a little bit so i'll give you some pros to it i'm I'm gonna hit you with some real pros to it and i'm I'm gonna only speak for myself so the reason why i want to marry you not the only reason i'm in love with you so that that is the main reason why i want to marry you but also too if something was to happen to me tomorrow i want you to be good i want i don't want you to worry about you know where you're going to live or if you're going to be financially straight for the next couple of years or anything like that. Then if something happens to me medically and you need to make a decision, most times, as we all know, you can't do that if you're not married. So that's a, you know, and I, like I said, I ride motorcycles, all that type of stuff. So anything could happen to me, but it does make me sleep a little easy at night, you know, to know, like, cause like I said, we're, we're going to do this and I feel even better after we do it. Because if something does happen to me, I do want you to be okay. I do want you to to go on. I want you. To, I want you to know. You know, the house is yours, and 
that you straight and bank accounts all that that you good you know that i was even thinking about you in death you feel me like even in my death i want you to be straight i want you to not you know of course you would go through you know you were more my loss you would go through that but once you come through that you you know okay i'm all, I'm all right and he left it in such a way that I'm I'm good, you know. And so many guys, I would truly say, some of us are selfish, man. Some of us are like, man, I'm not getting married till I'm 67, and then some. Who gonna want to take care of you and change your fucking diapers, man? Like, and I mean that I've heard a lot of guys say that, you know. Back up that I think about it when I was young and coming, I heard a lot of guys say, man, get married till I'm 70, you know. Like what? <laughs> like. <clears throat> like some little hot chick just gonna want you because you said me. She's gonna be trying to wait on your ass to die, <clears throat> and that's gonna be it. But man, we kind of think foolishly, man. And I'm, and like I said, when you find the right one, yes, marriage is good. Now, trying to get married and you, you know, in your early twenties and you don't really know nothing about life. Not to say you can't make it, but yeah, that, that's gonna be a little tough because you ain't experienced that. You ain't been around the block. Now I've been around the block. So I know enough now to know the grass is not green. And yeah, women still flirt and things go on, but I'm I'm smart enough to know now, like they ain't better than what I got at home. You know, like I know I'm good. So ain't nothing that piqued my curiosity. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm good. So like I said, again, that's partly what comes from experience and age. You've been there, you touched that stove, it's hot. You got burnt, you know, you know better. So, you know, and some of us, some people come, I, I, I'm going to tell you something, I had a, uh, a couple of friends back in the day when we was younger, you know, and I was doing my thing, you know, some of them guys were like, hey man, now nah, I'm straight, I'm, you know, doing this or that or the third, and they, they were on that path, you know, and maybe they were brought up, you know, in a good situation to where, you know, they were taught that, you know what I'm saying, but, and then that's, don't get me wrong, that's great, <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. But when you came up the way I came up, it's like, you know, you just, uh, you know, you just had a totally different perspective. So as you grow older, you realize, okay, hey, I need to totally deconstruct all that bullshit and nonsense and think, because, you know, I have daughters now. I have stepdaughters and daughters. I mean, they all my daughters, but I mean, I have girls to look after. So, you know, of course, my perspective changed. And that's why I thank God, because my son, he is well-mannered, man. I give him that. You know, my son, he is definitely on that. He's he's definitely going to be a good one once he's of age for some woman later on in life. Because, you know, I'm, I'm able to show him the right way and, you know, bring up. I'm proud of my little dude. So definitely know he's going to be a good one for a lady. And I can't wait, you know, to see him become a young man and fall in love and, you know, go through all that and experience all that it has to offer. So I would just tell guys from my perspective, man, don't, don't be afraid, but do your research and make sure you got the right one, bro. Because it could it could be a nightmare if you mess around and do the wrong thing and get the wrong one. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like I wonder if Bill Cosby, if uh, Camille, you know, Bill always talked about Camille. I ain't heard nothing lately about Camille. You heard anything on that? No. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm curious now. I'm, I'm gonna have to really. Uh, hit the internet and research that and see see if Camille's still loyal because uh, Bill definitely did some things Bill Bill is gone for real 
So do you have anything else that you would like to add that you want to get off the chest? You know, we want to bring out to the people before we uh, conclude the show. You got anything? Um, just to to the ladies, don't be so hasteful because he's he's divulged a lot on his end. But I had my faults. I um a, a lot of times I was too hasteful and made decisions and was just like, you know what? I'm not gonna take this and I'm gonna be gone. We have to have patience and we have to have to, to look at it from both standpoints. I, I was very guilty of that and I I thank God for him for giving me for that. <laughs> but um just have patience. Have discussions, but have patience and look at it from both sides. And don't be so quick to jump that it's all over. It really, it's just a conversation that needs to happen. And just basically, man, just don't be so hard on each other, I think. We all trying to figure this shit out, man. Do you not know how crazy life is? Like, there's so much stuff going on. And I mean, just think about it, man. We are on a planet that, uh, you know, dinosaurs once roamed this land. You know what I mean? There's so much weird, beautiful things that's going on. So now that I'm older, I don't, and like I say, and I keep saying that I'm older because I, I bet I'm wise as hell now. Like, it shocks me sometimes. I be, man, I be driving on my way home sometime and I see the birds flying and, chirping and all that man I get nostalgic I actually will sit back and enjoy that now I can see what older guys was telling me you know I'm not just so full of hey tomorrow now I, I, I want to stop and smell the roses as they say so anyway won't go on too long for you guys but I appreciate you guys I really do for listening uh, and like I said, every show that we bring is going to be different. I know this one slowed down the pace a little bit, but I just kind of wanted to bring you guys into, you know, to know a little bit about me. So this one was more of a little, a little personal tidbit. And I'll end the show with this last thing. And I want to make sure that I, I address this. But so anyway, I had a friend that sent a message and she wanted to know. And I had a guy at work as well. Uh, Jim, if you're listening. Hey, boy, I got you. So anyway, they wanted to know how I came up. Uh, with the name Quiet Pizza. Well, basically, I was helping my son set up his profile on his Xbox One. So as he was choosing a gamer name, he couldn't think of anything. So I was like, well, you like pizza? And I was just like, you know what? They got We both got quiet. I was like, Quiet Pizza. <laughs> so that's pretty much how the name of the show came about as well, because it kind of just stuck. Because it was basically honoring my son and just kind of letting him know if you're creative, you can kind of make something out of anything. So I just wanted to show him I could take this show from that and make it into something. And I like to say, I'm going to keep bringing you people content. And that's why I told you in the first, in one of the other episodes, you know, that it's, you know, it's absolutely everything and it's absolutely nothing. It's whatever you want it to be. But it's just one of them things that we all can make this show cool right now. If this is our thing. This is our thing together. This is not just mine. You guys are more than welcome to send me messages, ideas, and be a part of this show. I am not Hollywood or any of that. I will hit any of you back. You can interact. You can even be a guest on the show. And I'm giving y'all the opportunity to interact and do that now. So 
take advantage be a part of this journey let's make it happen man let's just because like i said a meteorite could come and wipe us all off the face of the earth so we might as well have fun man just doing whatever right now so like i said man so just love each other and i look forward to talking to you guys next time y'all stay up Hey, JC, the icon, why did you choose the name Quiet Pizza for your podcast?